Hello, and welcome back Hello. to the Infinite Quality Podcast. I am the Sunny Machine, and this week, again, we've got Snazzy Bastard, Eat Your Meats, and Highly and Pickles. Say hi, Hello. friends. Hi, friends. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I'm going to have to give you a name tag there. I'll, g- I'll give it to you in a second. So, hope everybody's doing well. Thanks for joining us again for uh, this uh Wednesday podcast. We are live on YouTube and Twitch if you're listening to this on Avod or on Spotify. So you can always catch us live around 4 p.m. Pacific. Um, this week we are going to be discussing um, some of the things that have been going on in the Twitch world that uh, are kind of buzzing around in the circles. Everybody was kind of going crazy with the. Uh, the new ho- the getting rid of the hosting thing. So I think this is the first just kind of small thing we're going to talk about at least for a minute. Um small small thing. Uh, what, what do you, I know I, we've all we've all kind of discussed it a little bit in the um you know, in the IQ Discord there was a discussion going on and did you guys did you guys have any takes on Twitter or anything? You guys all know about the hosting thing, right? It's mm-hmm. it it the hosting was broken for a while. <laughs> this is this is the natural end result of getting rid of a feature that doesn't really work anyway to begin with, or at least doesn't work as intended. Um, and they got rid of auto-host a while ago, too. So it's like, uh, the I'm sure that the percentage of people who actually click off of a host um, to another channel is probably so minuscule that they don't see the need to keep it. Um, and it probably is, because most people... Um, most people tend to go to a streamer that they already know, and if that streamer is hosting somebody else, they generally tend to pick somebody else on their follow list. I mean, I know that I, I do that. I'm guilty of that myself. So uh, most of the time when, when you just have somebody else completely unprompted on the screen, you're you know, perhaps maybe not as interested. Unless they're playing a, a similar game or something to what you were kind of looking for, generally you, I've, I feel most people just fall back onto their, you know, their follow list, so... Yeah, the I don't I don't think it's going to affect much in the long run. Is basically what I'm yeah. Thinking. I mean, I I think so too. I don't think it's not. I, I, it was never really good, and when once raids rolled out anyway, um, I think. Sorry, I'm just getting a name tag set up here. Um, <laughs> here Dude, we go. That's a nice little printed name tag. I updated OBS and broke everything. It's my fault. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Uh, yeah, yeah, so name. we have uh, with the with the raid when they introduced raiding, like there was this confusion that kind of happened on Twitch, and and then over the years everybody kind of just figured out like how not to be confused anymore and like what everything was, and I think that's kind of there's probably a little bit of like people being upset because. Uh, people would get used to they got used to the the weirdness like that the, well there's rating and there's hosting also like if you use franker faces plugin or better twitch tv it can add like a button i know the franker faces one does where you can just like if you're watching someone stream you just click the button to host them um i don't know I, th- something just was nice about that for just community purposes and like a gesture because you're not live and you just want to be like, hey, I, you know, in case anybody clicks on my channel, I want them to know I'm here hanging out. And I know other streamers did kind of use it to watch like big streaming events where they didn't all they wanted to discuss the thing that they're watching, like a tournament or um, game awards or, or something. And so 
the streamer would host that event that was happening on a different channel, but then they would use the chat to talk um, on the the main streamer's channel. And that that I mean that can be moved to Discord now at this point anyway, right? You could just screen share in Discord and chat. And there's like well, people just co-stream those now anyway. Yeah, I was gonna say like I mean generally right the appeal of streaming is that. There's a person on screen talking, so I would. I feel like I would be better served, or anyone really would be better served if you just had the thing, whatever you were hosting on in the background, and you yeah. were live commenting. This on is it, for people who, rather than just chatting about it. Yeah, this is definitely more of a minority where people were they maybe they just weren't willing to be live. They didn't want to be yeah, live. No, that that that's understandable. Just I, I feel like the the amount of people that, that that used it for that purpose is probably. It's so low, yeah. It's it's the so it's the minority, yeah. Um, of course, those are the people that are going to speak up and uh, on Twitter and stuff about how horrible the changes or whatever. Yes, yes, um, Twitter is like that. So I don't, I don't hate them getting rid of hosting. I just kind of wish they did it when they launched the rating system, like when rating had initially come out. I wish it just said because it's always been like broken anyway. You get two alerts. Somebody raids you. You get a host alert. You get a raid alert, and like. It's it's just been a mess since rating has come out. Um, so well, the way they rolled out rating also wasn't great either. So <laughs> I mean, like at one point, like if you had less than X amount of viewers, it didn't count. Like, <laughs> like those were the dark days, right? Um, it's I, I think the the problem is uh, Twitch just acts very slowly, regardless of what they do. Yeah. Um, they're just very slow to act, and uh, that's you know this is just a consequence of getting rid of things that probably should have, like you said, yeah, probably should have gone away when they put rating out, right? But Initially, yeah, I think so. Uh, Twitch tends to make these kinds of weird decisions where they change something major, and then they don't fix it until like years later, like with the tags. <laughs> like the tag system it was good and then they broke it and now they're back to it being good again well i'll also i'll argue i don't know how major hosting ever really was even before rating to be honest with you no. uh, some people will definitely tell you that it's it's a discoverability tool but it, it's really not no it's, it's not it's a it's a gesture for you that yeah. you can do for somebody but that, that's the that only that part i'm gonna miss 100 percent. i liked being able to to i don't watch a lot of streams and interact with a lot of streams but when i do i like to actually kind of be there and it, and and show as much support as i can so it feels kind of nice to click the host button um, you can always just fire up your stream and raid with one viewer yeah yeah they, they it's can always true do that. it's true but uh i don't know that's the, awkward the, yeah yeah that is awkward. I was like raiding. The word raid kind of implies you're bringing people other than yourself there. That's um, something you do for a gag. Like yeah, just yeah. A... <laughs> troll raiding. I troll love raiding, that. Troll uh, <laughs> Yes. Careful, that'll get you banned on Twitch, right? It'll be it'll yes. be a hate raid or something. I, I think the biggest just thing that is going away with the hosting going away is there's no gesture. Like that gesture is now gone to be like, hey, I'm here. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hanging out and if anybody happens to click on my channel, then they'll know where I'm at kind of thing. Uh, that, that could obviously move, but you don't want to like, I guess you could just post it in discord. I think discord is like the right place to do most of the stuff anyway. So or shout outs kind of come into play. You know, I think everyone's more utilizing a shout out sort of thing when you start, um, interacting, uh, with, with the chat, if it's someone that they know, they'll just shout you out. 
Yeah. And also, like, you know, honestly, like, if if you want to do a gesture for a streamer, like, chat with them. Like, yeah, say something yeah. in their chat. Like, that's true. That's, that's usually way more meaningful anyway than hosting with yeah. somebody. Like, so. Yeah. Uh, you know, interact with the stream in a, in a, in a positive way. 100%. True, true, true. Yeah, so the hosting thing, there's probably not a whole lot to say. Um, but I just thought people should be aware and we should maybe bring it up at the beginning here just kind of get I it think out the of the, the bottom line is don't don't fall for the 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 Twitter pipe like there's going to be a lot of people <laughs> who are going to be like this is the end of the world you know the the guys with the signs outside the end is nigh like it's not it's it's really not yeah things, yeah, I don't things will continue any, the same way they were yeah i don't see any actual impact on pretty much anybody no yeah. i agree if anything, it might be it might drive people to interact with streams more, more like in a, in a direct manner rather than in a passive manner, because you won't yeah. have hosting, right? So, well, I think like the the gesture of a host just to say I'm here is just a more disruptive lurk. Yeah, like, that's true. <laughs> that's true. It can be. Lurk. It can be. That's a good way. It's a good point. All right, all right, yeah. pickles. Hit me with your anti uh, uh, exclamation lurk command <laughs> rant. <laughs> True. Okay. True. Well, if you if you do exclamation lurk, you're not lurking. You're saying hello. True. Like it's by yeah. nature the opposite of a lurk. Yeah, I don't like those commands. Hey, I disagree because I think it just tells someone, "Hey, I'm here for you and I'm visiting." Hello, but I may not be able to talk. <laughs> but he, also, Bob. Yeah. Snazzy told me to give give him my anti lurk. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't like the exclamation point lurk commands. I do. I don't mind when people say, "Yeah, I'm, I'm watching, but I, I got. I can't. T- I can't. I'm mean, have to lurk or something." And I usually tell people that I'm gonna go to lurk when I have to like get up and walk away, especially if I've been interacting with the streamer for a while. Cause I, I don't tend to just like say hi and then nothing else. I'll be like, Hey, how's it going? Oh, I, your mic sounds good today. Or like, you know, I'll actually interact with the streamer for a, a bit more than just one or I, I don't know. So then I, I always feel like I have to say, Hey, uh, I'm going to lurk. Um, yeah, truthfully, go- I don't, I don't really mind the lurk command. I just don't use it on my, my stream. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I understand. I think it, the lurk command can get a little bit of annoying though if somebody never talks and that's the only thing they ever do is say that they come in type exclamation point lurk and then that's it. That's your whole relationship with that viewer. That's where it can get a little bit. I don't know. I mean, it's strange. not any more disruptive than like streamers who have like a, a redeem to like fart noises. Like, <laughs> I think <laughs> I think it's more annoying when somebody like spams it. Anything or like, like just shows over up over. and like says hi, and that's and it, then never responds. nothing else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's also pretty bad. Yeah, it's true. But I don't know. I, I also don't really, I don't care a whole lot. Try not like, to care. People, yeah. people do what they do. Yeah, that's true. It's hard though. You, you can tell people not to care, but they're gonna care anyway. So, yeah, yeah. well, uh, that and I think that's part of it is like, and the whole thing with hosting, right? You, you need to learn to not take these things personally you need to how do you do that let's turn the podcast into an episode about that how do you do that snazzy i i don't know man self-confidence i don't have if you figure it out let me know (laughs) how to to not take things personally yeah i mean this kind of goes into the next topic anyway just don't just don't just Just stop choose life (laughs) i don't know Uh. I, (laughs) i mean well i don't know (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's, the easy, right it's easy to take things personally, but it is. you have to uh, try and give 
everybody the same benefit of the doubt that they're just they got stuff going on mm-hmm. in their life as much as you have in your life or yep. more yeah so like it it just is what it is I don't know, I tend to well, how I look at it. I ch- but to Sonny's point, like, some people are always going to, like you said, some people are just going to do that, right? Their only interaction is going to be a command that they like on your stream, and they'll use the command, and that's it, right? And that's their only interaction, right? Or they'll, they'll come in and, and, and say a joke or something, and then that, that'll be the only thing they say. Some people just, that's how they interact with streams. True. That's just, that's just how they do. So. so lower your expectations or get rid of them entirely, which I think is the real trick. Because yeah. it, it, you really have to try to nail down what your expectations are in the first place. Um, oh, by the way, anybody who's listening to this, like, and it's not, an, you're, it's not like way in the past. Stream Elements has been really buggy with like way in the past. Uh, yeah, Stream Elements recently has been really buggy, showing like messages multiple times in chat. So if you guys are having that, it's, they're working on it. But um, like we, I'm saying that because we just had a chat alert go off and and uh thank you so much for the raid we're talking about uh, hosting and chat commands talking right about, now. <laughs> yeah not being able to host this channel very soon <laughs> yeah i um, don't know so the uh I, now now i lost what i was saying does it does it matter no um I think the, the 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 takeaway should be like, and this you know this affects both rating hosting and also like just general chat behavior is uh, you can't control how people behave. You can you can nudge them in a direction by either providing or not providing certain outlets for them to interact the stream with. But at the end of the day, right? Mm. If if somebody's gonna go into meets the stream and do nothing but redeem, you know, hog Bob Ross or something, like. That's that's just that's how that that's that that's that one person's jam, right? Okay. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's what we're gonna do. It's true. Somebody in chat said it's hard, it's hard not to take comments in chat personally because it's kind of personal in a lot of aspects, and like that's where it's like the expectations. You you want to figure out before you're live what your expectations really should be and what the, and what they are, and try to get them maybe realigned. The, the, your point of view while you're live is super important because if your expectation is people showing up and liking you and hanging out with you and stuff and they ba- people barely talk and it, you're gonna, it's gonna you're playing a mind game with yourself you're setting yourself up for being disappointed basically but instead like I used to tell people that would get really personal, they'd take chat really personally. My advice would be like, you don't need chat. Chat needs you. You know, you guys have probably heard me say this before. Um, like, you, 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 you don't. You need to not need chat. You chat should not be like something that you need. People should need you. The chat should need you to be there um, more than you need chat to be there. Or at least you, you don't need specific people in chat. That's what I'm. Uh, the, the the bigger thing is you can't uh, you can't take for granted that the same people who show up like on one night are going to show up every night. Oh, stream. Especially if, if you stream, yeah. you know, three, four, five. If you're doing it full time, six nights a week, right? It's it's impossible for those same people to show up every time, right? And then you know, uh, viewer drop off is a thing. People get bored and, and find other places to hang out. Um, you you kind of have to you know at any time be be ready to just interact with an entirely different set of people. Yeah. And when you're interacting with so many people on a on, on sometimes on a daily basis, the, you are inevitably going to come across people who are jerks. 
You're going to come across people who don't like you. You're going to come mm-hmm. ac- across people who, who watch you solely because they want to make you uncomfortable. And they'll, they'll say stuff solely because they want to see you sweat, right? Like, yeah. and, and that's where, like, not taking those things personally comes in is, like, you know, it, I hate it when people say, you know, grow, grow skin, grow uh, harder skin. But it is kind of that. You, you do have to, like, not let every single comment get get to you right you can't let it destabilize yeah, you true uh you you got to be able to like, run the show you're the captain yeah <laughs> you gotta yeah, that's you gotta true steer the, the ship. world too yeah i mean you, you have to have certain boundaries right mm-hmm. but like there's gonna be people that hate watch things or hate consume right? <laughs> <laughs> hate consume. No, I, like I like know people personally yeah. that they i am convinced that they literally just listen to music or watch anime or do whatever just to pick the things they don't like about it, and that's their entertainment. But as long as they're doing it in a way that's respectful and not like just being mean towards you, who cares? Some, some like, people are just perpetually unhappy and will, <laughs> will yeah, go out of people, their way to tell you about it. People bond over things they hate more than things they like. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it hits community streamers harder. The ones that have like a tight community, they know their viewers very well, no matter what that number is. They don't get a lot of like new viewers, but they have like a core viewership and the stream feels very much the same for a while. And then they don't there. Someone comes in to disrupt that flow and it's like you're not you're not used to it. You're like you're live in your bedroom or something and you feel like you're hanging out with your friends. It's not like you took your guitar out on the street and strangers are walking by. You don't feel that. And you're you're not really reminded that that's kind of the situation until negative things happen, and then you, your mind has to like kind of process this negative moment. Streaming is complicated in this way in that you don't you don't see the stranger judging you. you you're not like you can't read people's minds. There could be a hundred people actually watching your stream that are like, you know, making faces and and laughing about you being negative about you and you would never know it. But then as soon as somebody types it in the chat, it's also like, um, there was something, uh, I forget who it was. I, I probably shouldn't even bring this up cause I can't remember the specifics, but there was a comedian <laughs> let's do it. who was talking about, I think it was Louis CK. He was talking about how Twitter is just like people like just talk. It's just talk. This is how people talk, you know, uh, people, people will, they'll go, they'll go to a, a comedy show and then, um, they'll go to the bar with their friends and be like, that was so stupid. I hated that show. It's just talk they're, they're They don't really mean it. They just want to seem cool in front of their friends. But now like they're doing that on Twitter. Like people will do the same kind of thing and be like, this is so stupid. And it's, it's just talk. It's not I think like, it's kind of like what pickles are saying. People, people bind, or, um, people bond over, you know, basically ragging on something a lot more easily than than being positive about something right true like when, you, when you see when you see some really terrible video game or terrible play of a video game it's a lot easier to, to like as a group to laugh at that than it is to like find positives in it for at least yeah. for most people um i'm not saying that for everyone obviously everybody's different but like they're definitely the and, and, and that's why comedy shows work right that's why like people getting roasted at comedy shows is funny because yeah. it's it's easier to laugh at somebody yeah and than to you know think about it this way right if you if if you think of something that you really care about like if you're like oh my gosh i love the lion king film right is it gonna hurt you more for someone to like say that they don't like it or if you 
don't like it or hate the Lion King and someone's like, well, I kind of like it. It doesn't feel as hurtful, right? To have that disagreement in the other direction. So I think people are more open with sharing their dislikes because it's just, it's less hurtful if someone disagrees with you about something you don't like versus you like. Sounds like a weird concept. I don't know. I actually I do believe it's true. This is a good framework to have this discussion around. So that I think it actually hits differently if you're in yeah. person. Like if you're talking with somebody in the room or like on Discord or something and you disagree on The Lion King, uh, you know, somebody you're like, I love The Lion King, it's my favorite. And someone's like, ah, I hate that movie. Um, it doesn't feel as bad, but when it's in chat, <laughs> it can come off like you, your mind, though, you have to read the words. You don't hear the person's inflection. You don't, all you get is like words. And then you have to like kind of do this weird interpretation thing in your head of what the person said and how they meant it. And um, it can maybe hit differently in your own mind, reading it from like chat mm-hmm. or on Twitter and, and make you feel like this person, if they were in the room with you, it would have just come off as like, I don't really like that movie very much. This is, this is kind of, I think there's it's no, kind of there's stupid no movie. nuance to yeah. chat, right? Whereas you read it on Twitter and you're like, oh, this person hates my favorite thing. And it, you take it personally because it's words instead of like act- an actual human voice. But again, that, and that's the thing, though, like if you're if if you're um, like or dislike of something is genuine, it shouldn't then really matter what anybody else thinks. Right. If you for yeah, some reason yeah, just true. absolutely hate The Lion yeah. King, it's the, that's the shittiest thing in existence. Somebody liking that movie shouldn't then give you, you know, shouldn't break down your whole worldview about that movie it, it just hits, because somebody liked it. I just think chat can hit differently because you have to you have to hear it in your own voice in your head. So yeah. it's almost like you're saying it as that person. And so yeah. that, <laughs> the psychology behind it is different than hearing someone else say it out loud. So chat can like have a really negative impact on you in a moment because you read it, it goes into your brain and it's in your head and you're saying it. You're not like So you're, what you're saying is if you're just full of self-loathing already, it'll just count right <laughs> off. <of> Maybe, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean kind of, yeah. sense of worth, your fragile sense of worth is invested in these outward things that you've decided I don't identify as my own individual person. I identify as a dark souls lover. That is my. That is who I am. Oh yeah. Okay. If someone yeah. comes in and poops on it, right? Yeah. You're actually shattering your own identity. That's yeah. true. And no, that's, that's a true. whole if, other yeah. subject. Yeah. But it's true. A lot of people will do that. Yeah. Getting attached to any one thing like that is probably unhealthy, right? Um, yeah. It, it's good to have more than one interest. Oh, identity to, politics. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's good to, and this is this is true of of a Twitch stream as well. Um, like. It's good to do different things. It's good to try different things. It's good to experiment with things. Because, like, if you, at the end of the day, if you're just doing the same thing over and over, like you, like you said earlier, you get into the sort of familiar, familiarity, like a routine, right? And somebody comes in and shatters it, and then all of a sudden you have no idea what you're doing anymore because you're not used to doing the one thing that you always do because that, that's been disrupted, right? But if you, if, you have, if you do more things and you experiment with your stream and experiment with your content... Like, yeah, it's, it's easier to swap between. It's easier to then handle sudden changes, right? Because you're, you're already doing that. You're already practicing that ability to not be just rooted to one spot, like, all the time. Yeah. Okay. So let's use this as a moment. I'm just going to really quickly say uh, OBS 28 came out. Um, <laughs> and it is a massive risk and time investment to update. Let me tell Case you the thing point, about OBS 20. 
normally we have our street, our podcast set up here um, where we do screen shares using OBS and the cameras to get a higher quality. As you can notice, Pickle, Snazzy, and myself have pretty high quality camera image. And uh, Eat Your Meats is like a potato 90% of the time. Excuse me. Excuse um, me. And she shouldn't look like that, but that's because she had to hook her cameras straight into uh, Discord and just like do camera to Discord share. And this is what the quality difference is. If you just hook, doesn't matter how good your camera is, for some reason, Discord will just set it to like a super low resolution. Discord so, compression is a thing. It's yeah. ridiculous. I have a video on how to do what we do um, on the IQ YouTube channel if anybody's interested in getting like higher quality screen shares. If you're um, doing podcasts or something, and you can include things like our name tags and things like that. But so the bottom line, though, is that we're trying to tell you is don't update. Don't well, no, not it. don't update. I, I updated. I'm using Never it update. now. I, I use Never. my system is very complicated. There are some caveats with 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 updating. You have to make sure all of your plugins, most of them, are updated and and working, um, and compatible with version 28. Um, and there are beta and alpha versions of plugins, so try those and, uh, and try your luck. If you're using streamer.bot, which I know a lot of you are, you're going to have to use the 4.9 compatibility plugin for uh, WebSocket for streamer.bot to work. Otherwise, streamer.bot is not going to work, but there is a plugin that will bring back f functionality. Um, so anyway, yeah, o o version of OBS 28 came out. Uh, it's, you know... It's a thing. Um, there's plenty of YouTubers going over that. If you guys just go on YouTube, and you're interested about the changes there. But <clears throat> so our main topic for today is actually supposed to be about, um, and we've hit it, hit on it a little bit. Uh, streamers burning out. This is actually there's a lot of videos coming out right now on YouTube about because <laughs> there's some things going on. There's streamers. Uh, Pokemon made a video recently where she's like, you know, verbalized her frustrations with streaming and the difficulties and i and i think the longer you stream the more successful you are the more you are going to have to be willing to deal with the circumstances of what it's like to be a live streamer just like anything if you we were kind of comparing it before we started to um eat your meats was comparing it to being working at a restaurant in a lot of ways um and i, I think if you worked at a restaurant serving for 20 years you would be exhausted and after a certain amount of time it takes a certain kind of person to be able to deal with being a full-time streamer for 10 to 20 years. Um, but it's also, it's it's not just that it just takes a certain kind of person. It's also like a lot of, uh, what I think a lot of people miss is that uh, if if streaming, if streaming for you is a full-time gig, right? If that's what you're trying to do, if that's, how, if that's how you're paying the bills, right? You do then have to treat it as a job, right? Yeah. And that includes knowing when to stop. Know, knowing when to be like, okay, I've done my work for the day. <laughs> I need to go do something else that isn't work. Work-life balance, right? yeah. Work-life balance. But for a lot of people, because they think, like, oh, streaming is so much fun, and, and streaming is this thing I can do from home, they kind of lose uh, sight that it is, for some people, a job. And if you try to, you know, they always say, you know, if you if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. That's absolute baloney. <laughs> you're still That's working. You're You're still working. Um, and you need to and you need to balance not working with that, right? And there's and that's always where a lot parts, of people fall in that pitfall. There's always parts and pieces to every job that is there's stuff you don't want to do. Like you can be in love with, uh, you know, whatever crocheting, 
but if you want to turn that into a job, you have to also be willing to package and ship and maybe you don't love that part of the job. And so there's always some part of work that is like not, it's going to wear on you a little bit. Um, That's why it's work. Yeah. So when uh, you're your own boss, nobody can like tell you to clock off. That's, that's a hard part. I think a lot. Yeah. And a lot of these streamers feel pressured, like these massively top streamers, they've, which is what people want to be right. A lot of people want to be the next big streamer, but they all feel really pressured to like stream for eight, sometimes 16 hours, you know, like ridiculous amounts of time. They're streaming way more than you would full time. Yeah. They're making a lot of money, but they, they, they don't feel like, it's safe necessarily to turn their stream off and that like, it's always a risk when they're like just to go to bed or something. And I don't know that everybody is built to be that way. And I don't know how sustainable it is long term. I think that's any entertainment industry in general is going to be like that. No, I disagree. Um, Right. If, 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 well, listen, if you're an actor and you decide to stop acting because you, you know, yeah, but actors get like nine months break. (laughs) They get, that's true. They that's get what I'm a saying. Huge they, break. They, they've. That's what I'm saying. They've figured that part out better than streamers yeah, have. Yeah. But well, I'm saying, thing, like, if you if you're they an also actor, have and you unions and guilds. Yeah, yeah. they have yeah. support. Yeah, they <laughs> have a structure. Kind of yeah, yeah. The thing is, like, we always talk about how the barrier of entry to streaming is so low. It makes it so it's hard to not turn everything into something for people to consume. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you do, you do anything, and you're like, I could be streaming this, like playing yeah. games for yourself. Don't really do because you're like, I could just stream it, and then I, you know, oh, even worse, have something for you. It. Won't play a game because you want to, you want to stream it, right? Oh, that's that's even worse. I have a pile of games that I'm like, I would play, but uh, I should save it for stream. Or... I could save it. Yeah, yeah. I could. Uh, yeah, could. <sighs> that's 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 tough. That's a that's a weird part of this job is like we used to play games because we wanted to (laughs) well that's what i'm saying it's like you you have to you have to draw that balance right you have to because the other thing is a lot of people um who you know up to a certain point and even some of the bigger streamers um it's it's not just the time that you spend in front of the camera it's also all the other things that go around that right Right. setting up breaking down figuring out what to play uh, making commands, doing overlays, all you know, all that other stuff that happens off screen that makes the on screen stuff function, right? Yeah, that takes time too. Yeah. So if you're streaming for eight hours and then you spend another four hours fine tuning the stream afterwards, that's twelve hours of work. Yep. And, but you, but they'll rationalize it with, well, I only streamed for eight hours. Okay, so what what did you do with the other? With all the other time in the day that you had. Oh, I, I worked on my stream. I'm like, okay, so you were working all day is what you're telling yeah. me. <laughs> and I, I think it should be okay to be a streamer who only streams for two hours or three hours yeah. at a time. Yeah, well, absolutely. And I, would, I would argue, too, so so the, the issue that we run into is people don't really talk about how so many jobs function the same way as this, right? So we think about people who maybe have a, a corporate job where they clock in, they work nine to five and they clock out, right? And that's like what they do. But there are so many professions that have these kind of short periods of game time with so much other prep work, whether that means going to college for eight years, whether that sure. means preparing a lecture for 10 hours to deliver one hour of content, right? Whether that means doing continuing education and looking up stuff for a patient that you're taking care of just to see them for five minutes. 
Yeah, yeah. We are thinking about all these front-facing things and not realizing that this is true for so many professions. Yeah. You're back to restaurants, right? People in the restaurant industry, they're doing so much prep work before the restaurants even open, before the dishes are even made. Um, so I'm super potato right now. I'm looking at my camera. <laughs> <laughs> Discord, <excited>. man. <laughs> Me is just one big picture. my anger. But people, pe- there, there are very few jobs that have that, like, non-factory type of situation that are, at face value, just the thing that you're showing other people. There's so much background work for so many jobs. Yeah. The challenge with streaming is people don't really understand that as well, and I think people are starting to understand it better. But it's also that you tend to not have a lot of support Right. There's yeah. not a lot of people there to help you set stuff up or to help edit videos or to help choose games. Yeah. Right. So it feels a lot more isolated. And that the, I think can contribute a bit more to burnout because you're so isolated yeah. in the prep time to go time. The same low barrier to entry also makes it, uh, uh, there's no barrier to overdoing it. Right. There's no barriers. Hey. <laughs> It's mm-hmm. you can do whatever you want, but like, th- and the the pressure to especially with bigger streamers, right? They feel like they need to be live all the time. That's one hundred percent. That's exactly the same pressure that some people feel. Like if you're working in a in a perhaps less than hospitable environment, it, like let's say you're doing an office work, you know, office work, and your boss you overtime know, is it, not even overtime. Player. There's 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 literally there's times when you know your your boss might be like, hey, you know, stay an extra hour. They won't pay you for that hour. Like, oh, we need to finish yeah, this. Non-paid right? overtime. Like, yeah. the, you know, there's there's pressure to you know, like the like Meat said, like, oh, be a team player. You know, help the team. It's like, no. <laughs> like, yeah. If you wouldn't put up with that in an in in like an office environment, why would you put up with it in in a streaming environment, right? Why would you put up with feeling pressure to do more than you're capable or more than you're comfortable, right? Yeah, um, but that's that's a reality for a lot of people. It's easier to hurt yourself than let other people hurt you. That's also true. <laughs> if you're abusing yourself, it doesn't feel like abuse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, like, like if you have, like, a splinter or something and you need to, like, get it out with, like, a pin, it's easier for you to do it yourself and have somebody go in with the pin. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It doesn't hurt as bad. I don't know if that's a common thing, but we had to do that a lot. Sure, yes. Up. <laughs> <laughs> you grew up a lot. You grew up a lot around a lot, a lot of splinters. splinters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that where it, it's not very different from other jobs, but there, what what we don't realize is it's not commonly understood that it's like the the pitfalls. People look at streaming and streamers, and they think I can do that. That seems easy. All I got to do is sit there and play video games. They don't see. Yeah, that, oh yeah, no, it'd be oh, like seeing yeah. a restaurant worker counting their tips, or a bar worker counting their tips at the end of the day, and then thinking, "Ah, oh, I could make I could make that much money doing that." And like without, re- you don't really have the full context. And I think even streamers themselves, big streamers themselves, you know, they got big, they blew up. They don't really know what the pitfalls were going to be. They didn't. They didn't. They had no foreknowledge. This is like such a brand new thing. We we don't know what streaming looks like when you do it for 10 years straight we don't even we have no there's no like case studies on this and it's not like anybody can look at anything that anybody else has gone through this is like a brand new thing in the world 
But there's also like there's no streamer unions. There's no there's no support system to to keep people going, right? And that that yes, that contributes to an easier, you know, like you said, low barrier to entry. But then once you're here, you're on your own, right? Once you're once you're streaming, you're on your own for the most part, um, unless you're lucky enough to have a you know a, a core group that works with you. But like so, it's I think that honestly more than I think that's what uh, streamers lack is is just. Like you said, uh, like awareness, right? That there, the there are these things that, on the surface, can seem like helpful and can seem like the right thing to do, but are actually harmful and can lead you to burnout really quickly. Yeah, and we've all seen streamers of all sizes burn out, not not oh, yeah. just like big streamers, uh, streamers at all size. We've seen them. They, they go on Twitter and they're like, I'm sorry, guys, I really have to take a break. I just wasn't expecting to have to take a break and uh, I just need to do it for my mental health and I'll, I'll be back soon, I promise, and all of this. Like, we, I see those tweets like every week on Twitter. Like, people are always apologizing for needing to take a break. And that shouldn't even be an apology. Hey, guys, I'm going to take a week off. I'll see you next week. That should be it, right? Like, right. We can't call it vacations. Right. Because it, it, for some reason, I feel like streamers very rarely say, like, I'm just taking a vacation from streaming. We I all say, say I'm taking a break. It's like, but just take a vacation. Take time yeah. off. Do what you I, need to do. I call that all the time. I call I, when I'm away from stream for a while. I'll be like, yeah, I'm on vacation. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm out doing other things yeah. other than streaming. You know, it's like. And if we treated the, it. The, if we treated it that way, I think it would be less. It seemed less dramatic and like less of an issue. And you, you shouldn't be waiting to have this burnout moment to take a break. Well, like even even in workers in other fields have vacations, right? And yeah, so sometimes you'll be in an environment where you know uh, your management will be hostile to you wanting to take time off. But at the same time, in most places, you are guaranteed some amount of time off. Oh, there's holidays. Right? And there's holidays, three-day weekends stuff. and yeah. stuff for people, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. But there's still people who will, who will pressure you to work that time anyway. Yeah, so. but there's also things like medical leave, family leave. Like, yeah. there's all these pieces that you really have to take care of. And like, I'm, I'm someone who's been needing to do that recently for medical issues, for just life balance issues. And yeah, it took a lot to just kind of let go of that, right? To just be like, this is what I need if I want to continue long term being able to stream, I need to give myself space to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. And I know some of the other people in this podcast have had to do that too. And I think oh, it was yeah. the best decision ever because instead of me just like rage quitting or just being completely over it, it's tempered the situation so that I still find joy in doing it, but I've let go of that self kind of flagellation and that like, guilt and that fear of being like well i'm not doing what you know what's expected of me because it's just it's not sustainable for people it's not well one of the things like what what pickle said be don't be afraid to play a video game for you you don't have to show everybody everything you're playing play a video game just for you once one of the things yeah, you guys like, mentioned that was i think is key is that you also have chosen to surround yourself even though you're not massive streamers or whatever you've chosen to for instance, work with me so that you have somebody you can talk to when things go wrong and like you're not you're not alone in what you're doing. And I think that's actually really important. The most successful YouTubers, 
um, all have like teams that they've built around their content. Um, they, they, they hire editors. They don't do everything themselves. And I think there's this temptation in streaming to do, want to do everything yourself. I know there is because I talk to streamers who need help and they don't, they don't even think about working with me even when, even when I offer it. Streamers who have hundreds of viewers that things break and they want a website and they want help. And then I'm like, I try to come in and be like, hey, actually, I provide these kinds of services for streamers. Do you want to work together? Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if I need to do that right now. It's like, uh, I, I think it's actually probably a good idea it, not to do streaming alone, entirely alone. Unless you are like really tech savvy and you really can do everything by yourself. And even then, it's kind of like you're yes. asking yourself to get burned out because streaming is for how, most how people. Many jobs? They most people see the stream as sort of like an extension of themselves, right? And it's it's a personal thing, mm. right? And it can be difficult for somebody to share to it. let other people in and be like, okay, and and like oh, I'm gonna relinquish this bit of control to somebody else, right? That mm. can be very a difficult thing if you're if you're used to you being the product. And you can be a successful streamer by by yourself. It is possible, but I, I yeah, but it could it's going to be rough I think at times if you're Everything all is possible, right? But yeah. like what are the chances? <laughs> like winning the lottery is possible. Yeah. For sure, but doesn't mean it'll happen. I think it's it's difficult to be someone who is tech savvy, computer savvy, good at good at games or creating that content, entertaining, right? Creative, like being all of those things. Mm. That's a hard ask. Yeah, it is. <laughs> There's not a lot of people that can do all those things well. Yeah. So you got to find no, your absolutely. strengths. Yeah. And, and the streamers I know that are all doing like exceptionally well tend to struggle in a lot of those areas. They're they're actually just really good at being on camera. They're really personable, but they suck at computers. And they're you know they're they're hitting me up in DMs like this is broken, this isn't working, this. And they're so they're a good they're a good streamer, but they do not know how to produce a stream. Well, and, and that's like, uh, you know, like when you look at like a more um, a more sort of uh, normalized job process, right? You have like, you'll have a department that does sales, but that'll be a different department than one that does advertising. That'll mm -hmm. be a different department from the one that does accounting, right? You, you split people up into roles so that one person doesn't have to do everything, right? Yeah. And that's, that's the key to success. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's. I think just jumping into streaming, expecting it to go well, is a is, is a it's a hard ask. And, and like, even if you're good at it, it could take. You could also be really good streamer. You could be great on camera. You could have all the skills, and just nobody watches. And that could be mentally draining too. That can be difficult. I mean, you know, there's these really big streamers who are burning out, and they they have th thousands of viewers. You know. Well, like we talked about earlier about like not taking things personally, right? Like you could like. It's very easy that, like, you know, let's say you have a week of really successful streams, right? You're, you know, you're 20, 30, 40 people above your average. And then all of a sudden, the next week, you know, you plop back down and all, like, you, you know, you start thinking, hey, what's wrong? Now, imagine that on a, on a bigger scale where you literally have swings of thousands of viewers, right? Back, of, you know, why they're up or down, right? Like, that, that's, you know, it's stressful. As much as we say, like, don't take things personally, like, yeah, that's very difficult not to do. Yeah. If if one day you're streaming and you have a hundred people watching you, and then the next day there's twenty, right? Your your brain's naturally going to panic and be like, "Why is this a thing?" Even though it's most likely something not under your control, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's just that that's how it is. But it's hard to to separate your brain from that situation. So have you guys felt burnout yourself? Oh yeah, 
Absolutely. Do you, yeah, but that's because I'm like a workaholic. <laughs> it's true. It, it, streaming related burnout. Not know, even just streaming. Uh, for me, it's just like an overall creative burnout because I'm trying to do like three different major creative outlets at once, and I know, I know one of them feel. starts to take precedent, and the other. I don't know how pickles does it. Feel I'm like telling it. you, you can't do them all at once. Like, yeah. I, I, you, you focus on music for a while, and then you shift to art, and then you, like I do the I, same I've, thing. Yeah. I've peeked behind the scenes. I, uh, pickles has probably the hardest work that work ethic out of all of us. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> What about you, Meets Burnout? Um, not from streaming. Honestly, just like regular life burnout. Um, you know, I honestly streaming has been my sacred thing that I that which sounds weird because it's the first thing I'll stop. I'll I'll cancel <laughs> a stream like the first thing because it's sacred to me. I don't know if that seems weird. No, but like absolutely. you try and protect it, which is good. I'm protecting it. Yeah, it's yeah. my safe little like comfy cushion. I want it to be something that I enjoy every time I do it. So I've actually worked really hard to protect that. Um, yeah, probably to the detriment of so many things, but it, as long as it's giving me satisfaction, I think, you know, I have the typical pandemic burnout of being a mom with a full-time job that didn't end because I'm essential and <laughs> have to change so yeah. many things about what I did. And took care of my kids and, like, you know, just so many things that, like, life in general has been very um, exhausting. So learning how to give yourself grace mm. and realize that we're all in this together and making sure that there are things that you do every day that brings you joy to help balance things, I think, has been really really helpful but you will still hear me say sometimes like oh i freaking hate computers why do i do this i don't want to do this but typically you know that's a very short-lived sensation that i'm able to to kind of get through and the day that like i truly don't like doing this anymore is going to be a really sad day for me yeah yeah i don't i hope it doesn't come and, and like we said like there's there's parts of even things you like right that you may dislike for example right Setting up streams, setting up o fighting OBS on a daily basis, fighting my camera on a daily basis, right? That that, that that's the part of the of all this that I dislike, right? Yeah. Why would I, why do I, why do I put up with you know having to adjust my crappy camera all the time because it keeps resetting its settings or OBS that some new that just messed everything up? It's because like you know there is that reward at the end of it, but it doesn't mean that I like the entire process, right? Yeah, there, there are things I like and things I don't like. <laughs> Yeah. Well, like, I was, I've been working on music a lot lately, and last night I spent, like, three or four hours making a MIDI drum sample kit, and now I don't even want to use it. <laughs> <laughs> I never want to hear it again. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> true. True, true. Yeah. That's that's the way creativity goes, though, is, like, you, you, you kind of have to be willing to spend a bunch of time just in the process, because the the process of trying to figure things out is what you take with you to the next thing when you're working on that. It's not so much the end, what you end up with. It's like that, the skill of, you know, fiddling. And I find a lot of streamers who aren't willing to fiddle or try things with they're you know, they're not going to get very far. You, you need to be willing. I find a lot of people aren't willing to, to try things because they're afraid it's going to break. But 
you also need to be able to fix things when they break and you can't be afraid of breaking it. And like, this is just part of the process, you know, like you got to be willing to kind of take some risks, especially with things like music and, and streaming. Um, try new things with your stream. Don't, you know, it, it's very complicated because at the same time you want to get the things that you, you never need to mess with, like stable, right? <laughs> like like your audio you really want your audio to be as absolutely stable as possible for streaming right you, you want to have the flexibility of being able to maybe adjust things with a soundboard or um or whatever you may not want to go in and fiddle too much with your audio but you do want to get it to where it's really good and it's kind of nailed down and you don't need to fiddle with it anymore but at the same time there are areas of your stream where it's like maybe you should fiddle with your alerts right like if you just like slap the the Streamlabs OBS alerts as a browser source in OBS or using slobs and you never go into the Streamlabs settings or stream elements and change the color or the gif of the alert and it's just that basic how many times have you guys seen that like zombie the stream elements like or whatever yeah. or like the the dolphin the gif or whatever? of the walking zombie and then it <laughs> I has, call like, them the dog yeah. fall turquoise mm -hmm. yeah just, text. just that ugly green font and on like so many different streams. It's like you didn't even do anything to like express your personality or your own create creative creativity through your alerts. I've seen it on massive streams. And at that point I'm like, well, now you can't change it because it's kind of like a meme. A, yeah. It's a meme at that point. <laughs> yeah. But you, you have to know when to retire a meme, right? That, and that, that's actually, this is helpful advice that I give any streamer. Know when a bit has gone too far. Know when a joke is dead. Like, oh, learn true. to see dead jokes and, like, take them out to pasture or take them behind the shed or whatever you need to do. Like, learn learn to, like, not hang on to a meme forever, okay? And a like, lot of I, times... I'm guilty of that, too. I'm guilty of this myself. The easy barometer for when a joke is dead is if it's on Family Guy, if it's on Facebook, <laughs> or if it's on Borderlands. I've seen, like, yep. streamers who have, like, their own inside joke, and... I've been to their stream a bunch and I still don't understand the context for the inside joke. And they, they constantly use the joke and I'm like, does anybody even get this joke? Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't like, eh, okay, cool. But, but if a joke is funny to you though, I mean, feel free. It, it, sometimes, sometimes there is comedy in, in, you know, beating a dead horse as they say, right? So I guess. I well, know. like in, in comedy, it's like the rule of three, the rule of nine and the rule of 93. Like it's, it's funny. <laughs> three times and then it's not funny like five times but then it's funny if you do it nine times and then it's not funny after that until you do it like three. a thousand yeah. times yeah yeah, yeah. 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 and now my brain hurts math <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's a uh, I don't know and also like humor is a hard one for streaming because I've seen people use their humor like they'll have like one person in chat react and it's always that one person that's laughing at the joke, but nobody else thinks <laughs> what you're doing is funny at all. And so you get like well, this positive reinforcement from one person, and like it's uh, like it's like having a pre-recorded rim shot, right? Like you know, <laughs> like, yeah, it's funny, but like after a while, you start really getting really tired. I wish of I that had noise. one for that moment. We need a, but, um, just a laugh track or like a sitcom clapping yeah, 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 background clap, yeah. sound, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And like that doesn't just apply to comedy either. Like that's like it. Like one of the one of the skills, right? Because streaming is a skill. Um, you could be talented at it, but you still need to work at it. One of the skills is is seeing when 
something on your stream has gone stale, right? When it's when it's no longer, <laughs> I hate to borrow a phrase, does it spark joy, right? Like, are you getting something out of this, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, it might be time to swap or change or, you know, cut that thing out if it's not uh, if it's not doing what you wanted to do. But, you know, some people will be like, oh, you know, I don't want to change this because it's, you know, it's it's part of the stream, you know, uh, history, I guess. I don't know what a good word for it would be like, you know, but like, sometimes you got you to gotta change things on the fly. I think this is an important point. And it's relevant to burnout because I think this is part of how you keep from burning out is that you have, you want to keep things fresh for yourself, for your audience. You want to have breaks. A lot of times not doing something is how you figure out how to solve your problem too. Right? Like how many times have you gotten in the shower or in the bed and then the answer comes to you, right? You, You finally shut down for the day. You're not thinking about the thing anymore. And then you realize how to fix it. Right? Sometimes you just need to be in the break because your brain is just because you're not thinking about it in the foreground, your brain's still working on that stuff in the background. And wait, you guys can shut off your brain when you sleep. <laughs> no. no, I don't no. know what he's talking about. No. Yeah, no, no, well, too much, to, too much caffeine, medicine. guys. That's too much caffeine. TV okay. running. Try a little less caffeine. Uh, I need six different streams on as background noise. Uh, you guys sleep? Yeah. Sleep? What is, yeah. What is, <clears throat> I only sleep well if I go to bed at the exact same time every night and have a routine. So I understand. Creature of habit. I understand. And it took me almost 40 years to figure that out. But um, <laughs> I just used, used to have insomnia and just that was my life. Um, so, no, but like giving yourself a break is important because it can help you solve your current problems because it gives your brain that time to, um, especially things that you do on re- repetition, they find the break is actually more important than the activity itself. They find that people who have paced themselves properly and take breaks, this happened to me. I I figured this out in high school. I took a pottery class and like I got better at pottery by not doing it. Right. Like I I was struggling with like the whole, like spinning the, you know, getting the wheel spinning and like trying to pull the clay up and make a pot or whatever. And then we had a break, uh, a school break or whatever, probably a week off or something. And I came back and I could do it all of a sudden. I hadn't done it for a week. I couldn't do it before at all, but now I couldn't. It was because of the break. My gave my brain time to kind of figure out what I needed, what I was doing wrong without even thinking about it. So, so you got to let things kind of cook. Yeah. Um, when, when you're doing something, when you're doing a task, especially if it's a repetitive task, which, you know, I hate to say it like for a lot of streamers, there's a lot of repetitiveness. Mm-hmm. on a stream there's a lot of things that happen repeatedly on camera every time it's like when you're when you're doing a repetitive task like that it's very easy for your brain to get to this point where you're not giving it your full attention right you're not giving it your uh all your effort because it's something you just do over and over and over your brain naturally starts relegating that to the background right because it just doesn't want to focus on the same thing all the time so yeah sometimes yeah. it's it's good to pause refresh Walk away, take, take a, a night off. Yeah, this is why break. you don't want to stream for like twenty hours a day, and just because you're not taking enough of a break, you're not giving yourself that time to rejuvenate and like let your brain figure things out. Um, I, I mean, how many speedrunners have we watched struggle with the same one maneuver, trying to practice one maneuver for hours and hours and hours, and they can't do it, and then you know they take a day off and they come back and they can do it the first try, like. 
if they hadn't maybe spent 20 hours trying to do it that one day and they just took a, a break for a while, they maybe been able to as, get as somebody there a little practicing, faster. Uh, as somebody who's practicing Sekiro to race Sword of Berserk, shout out there. Um, <laughs> let me tell you, the, the, third, the third or fourth time you miss a jump and you just get progressively more furious every time it happens. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, trust me, it's real. Yeah, so, yeah. so I think breaks, breaks are more important than we think. I think there's a, a massive benefit to making sure that you don't overdo things especially being live it's so tempting to just you get out your stream setup and i'm gonna go live and i'm gonna be live for 12 hours or whatever that's it's really tempting to do that honestly i'll tell you the um if you if you have if you're fortunate enough to have it having your streaming space separate from your living space is probably one of the best pieces of advice i could you know, uh, in my entire whatever three, four, however three and a half years of streaming, I would say, if possible, if you have the means to have your stream stuff set up and all that stuff separate from your living quarters yeah. and where you just do your stuff, uh, it'll it'll help you immensely to be able to separate it- between, hey, this is what I'm doing because you know I, I want to grow my stream and, and, and do that versus, hey, this is just me being me and being offline, you know, and being not connected to that world all the time. It's and just it, a good if, work from home tip anyway. Yeah, if, yeah, yeah if you no, can't. That extends to kind of everything, yeah. So it's just, I can't do that because I live in this room yeah. and I stream from here. Yeah. But yeah. what I do in order to kind of mitigate that is my entire, like, setup and my desk is kind of, like, on arms and stuff, all of my lights, and I can, like, tuck yep. it all away. So, like... When I'm not streaming and when I'm not making videos and stuff, I literally just turn my desk into as much of a normal desk and cameras all get like tucked away. Everything goes away. Lights all go away. If you have to, throw a, throw a sheet over it. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Like it, yeah. Object permanence. Yeah. Object permanence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> okay. So I think I think we should take a moment just in case to actually just sort of I, we all kind of know the term burnout, but how do you actually recognize that you're starting to experience it? Because it's not like one day you're just like, oh, I'm burnt out, right? It creeps up and people don't always notice that they're experiencing that process as it starts happening, right? Um, it's super popular to talk about burnout, but I don't know if we always actually sit down and say like, if you're experiencing these things, it, this is time to take space and really figure out what's causing these feelings, right? I would say definitely when you if you get into a point, right? If you if you sit down a stream and you're going to turn on your stream, you you start feeling like dread, and you start feeling like, oh, I really don't want to do this, but I I'm gonna push through. That's a sign. That's your body telling you that maybe you sh- maybe you shouldn't do it. Maybe you should take a break, right? If 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 the idea of going live causes you more anxiety than normal, that, that means there's something wrong. Right? Is this something we can you... do? Like, is there something we, is there something we can say that would help people watch out for it? Or is this one of those things where people just have to like make the mistake and then try to do the preventative measures after the mistake? I'm not sure. I, well, I find there... it easier for people to be able to prevent things once they can, once they know the symptoms of it because then they Once can start to recognize it, yeah. it. I think a lot there of people actually, overestimate their limits too. Right. Yeah. But there actually are like assessment tools. You could even yeah. go online and find an assessment tool, right? There's physical as well as mental symptoms of burnout that people can experience, but they are kind of vague, right? So if you actually don't stop and record, do a self check-in and I recommend doing that, right? 
having that just like negative outlook like oh i'm gonna stream but you know what no one's gonna show up and everything's gonna be hard and Mm. i don't even like this game anyways um having that like (laughs) yeah having that self-doubt to avoiding doing the work or you know if it usually takes you two hours to edit a video and it's taking you like six just because you are just forcing yourself to do it right Mm. feeling that physical and mental drain like when you're trying to do the work that usually means that you're experiencing that burnout happening around that job or task right and that's a time to you know stop pull back and reestablish how to how to find the joy in what you're doing again and that's the harder part i think yeah if you're streaming because you think you need to and not because you want to then like yeah, you need if to. If you catch yourself thinking stop. like, "Man, I really wish I didn't have to stream tonight." Hey, mm, that, don't. That that's a sign, right? Maybe yeah. you yeah. shouldn't. Don't. 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 Try. Choose try. Not I do that all the time. I don't stream. Yeah. <laughs> try that, try not streaming one day yeah. and then see how good that how feels. <laughs> that's good advice. This is good. Uh, it's been uh, about an hour or so. So uh, let's. Uh, do you have anything else you guys want to share? or? Should we wrap it up? I think a lot of this has kind of revolved around the idea of taking care of yourself. Like, put yourself before your stream. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think it kind of just branches off to... I think it's part of what I like to call content creator syndrome, where everybody feels like they have to do something all of the time. And they're putting Mm. their... What they're trying to make in front of their own uh, self-care. That's a good point. Don't let capitalism get to you. You don't have to be productive twenty four seven. Well, I think it's a symptom of the culture too. Like, yeah. so many people, we just consume content all the time too. And and so if you're like looking at TikTok or Instagram, and there's shorts are even worse, right? All this short content you see, like you could spend half an hour and watch thirty to sixty different shorts that are all incredibly impressive, like the top tier content creators and highly edited and you know it's 30 seconds long or 15 seconds or a minute long or whatever it is and you you, it makes you feel like oh i gotta get out there and do something too i i i I gotta make a tiktok i gotta i gotta go make a an instagram or whatever it is because we're we're all doing it we're all on our phones like looking at all this content being created and thrown in our face and then yeah, and some of it's really bad, and we're like, hey, I could do better than that. And then it'll only take me yeah. thirty seconds to do it and put it out. Watch there. me make a better TikTok than this schmuck. Yeah, yeah. And, like because the barrier of entry is so low for all of these things, and we're already trying to do one of them. We think we can and should be doing all oh, of them. That's so and true. Then that, that that starts to trigger this like, I can also... start growing. And I could start, like, branching out in all of these places and doing all these things. And we kind of talked about it last time when we were talking about, like, the, the multi-streaming and all of that kind of yeah. stuff. Like, be trying to be everywhere at once, I think, is a very dangerous mindset to be in. And that, like, trying to just make something for every platform that exists, it's going to lead you to burnout faster than I think mm-hmm. people would want to admit. Yeah, because you're, you're focusing on so many things all at once. And I would also I would add like when you're when you're taking a break when you're trying to disconnect right when you're trying to reset like uh, specifically when it comes to content creation when it comes to streaming specifically 
Like, don't just, it's it's not sometimes enough to just not stream. Sometimes don't go on, don't go on Twitch at all. Don't watch mm-hmm. other streams. Don't, just enjoy something for yourself. Go touch away grass. Away from everyone else. Yeah, go touch grass, yeah, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Yeah. Go out, go out and go do grab that else. grass, yeah. Find like, something that's like your getaway. Like, do the thing, like, go watch anime. Um, go, go watch Korean dramas. Whatever it is, the thing that's, like, like... I always have like at night I like I have a I'm done. I turn off. You know, I have an off mode and it's I'm Turn I'm turn watching. your phone off. <laughs> yeah. Turn Twitter off. Turn yeah. off Facebook, whatever you're using. Yeah. yeah. I know it's it's shockingly hard, uh, hard ask for people <laughs> to do stuff like that, but I mean Shocking. it's kind of a it's some it's a point that meets touches on a lot is having multiple things to fulfill yourself and mm-hmm. Just find one of those other things. If you don't know what it is, like do something nostalgic. Nostalgia is an easy trigger to like make yourself happy again, mm-hmm. which is why it yeah. sells so well. But like, I'm I might have purchased the fifth port of Skyrim that I owned about two <laughs> nights ago and played it for like two or three hours just because I wanted. No, to. no matter what happens in life, Skyrim will be there for you I... on any device possible. Like, yeah, yes, I think we all, all own multiple dead. games. Well, like, go to your just... go to your smart fridge and play Skyrim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There are some days where I don't even go into my office until like 5 p.m. because I spent the earlier part of the day like listening to terrible bands from 2008 and watching a goofy movie. Like, go uh, if you have a, if you have an animal, go pet your dog for a while. Go, yeah, go pet yeah. your cat. Like, yeah. hang out with another living thing. You know what I mean? True. Get a plant if you have to. Talk to you know, talk like people always plant. say that. Talk to a plant. No, seriously. Talk to a plant. Yeah, plants. I, I plants guarantee you, it'll, it'll do. It'll do wonders for your mental state. Get a worry doll. You know, to talk to something. Enjoy. But it, but if the plant starts talking back, think about taking a break. Just step back from that for a bit. <laughs> don't re- don't regret taking breaks. Yeah, Treat it as an opportunity to refresh, to come back with the energy that you want to bring. Right. So I think people do struggle with regret. And who does regret help? Nobody. Mm. Right. Regret is not helpful. So Mm -hmm. take it as I needed this time. Even if even if you'd lumped on the couch for an evening, that's okay. That's probably exactly what you needed. As long as you're functioning okay overall (laughs) and it's not (laughs) turning into something worse. Right. But part of taking those breaks, taking those days to just lump on the couch or go for a walk is to prevent worse things from happening. So give yourself that kindness. Right. Don't regret making those decisions because they were the decisions that you needed to make at that time and that's okay yeah it's okay. you're probably not as suave as you think you are and you're not hiding it from the people watching so take a break and refresh it'll be good for you and your stream when you come back yep i like it that's what we're going out on thank you everybody for watching <laughs> and listening to the podcast you can catch us on Spotify and uh, InfiniteQuality.live if you guys are interested in our community, if you want to join the community Discord. Thank you so much. We'll see you in the next one. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Hit the bell notification. Thanks for being here. Oh, I love the ASMR segment of this podcast. <laughs>